0: Eileen, I do not follow you on any other channel. No Instagram, no Snapchat, no YouTube, no Facebook, nothing. But I had to tell you, by the way, my name is Kendall Rodriguez. (laughs) I just had to tell you, this is your platform. I don't know if you have another podcast somewhere, if this is your only one. I'm telling you right now, Anchor is your platform, your voice, your style. You were meant for Anchor. Uh, I hope you keep putting out content, and I look forward to hearing it. just want to say that. Happy Thanksgiving. Take care. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thank you so much, Kendall. Hey, and by the way, you need to be following me on those other networks as well. But nice to meet you. I'm getting ready to head over to your station too. Hey, hey, hey. Time for Natpod Pod Pomo Day 22. For National Podcast Post Month, it's your girl Miss Eileen and guess what? I already made a purchase. I know, it's Black Friday and it got to me already. But this purchase is a piece of software that I'm going to introduce you to right after I have my Cheerios. (laughs) And So stay right there and uh, let's have some fun. This is your girl, Miss Eileen, and today I want to introduce you to Reflector 3. If you're listening to this on Anchor and you want to see the video, go to Eileen.link slash Reflector 3. That's I-L-E-A-N-E dot link slash Reflector 3. I previously been talking about Reflector 2 but they just released Reflector 3. Now what it is it's a Mac and Windows application that gives you screen mirroring features. You can record, you can stream, they've got built-in security features and there's also audio only streaming. So one of the things you can do if you want to listen to your anchor stations through your computer speaker system you can use reflector to do that it's actually 14.99 but today it's on sale for 20% off at 1199 I'm not an affiliate for reflector 3 I just absolutely love it in today's video I want to show you how you, can record a call-in that you just want to hold on to. Maybe it was a private call-in but you just want to hold on to it. You want to clear it out of your inbox but you want to save it on your computer. You can do that but also be aware of the person's privacy. They wanted the message to be private just for you. However, I'm going to show you how to do it using Reflector 3. In this video I want to demonstrate how you can record a call-in that's in your anchor inbox. Keep it on your computer without airing it on your anchor station. So I'm going to call into my own station. This is a little tip I got from Dr. Avi over at Ask Avi. This is an example of call-ins being recorded on your computer. So now let's head over to my call-in box. Click the call-ins and you see the demo up at the top of the page. Now using this app called Reflector I'm going to play the call-in and record it with Reflector. So I hit the record button on Reflector. Play the call-in. This is an example of call-ins being recorded on your computer. Wait for that recording to finish up and it doesn't take that long and then you'll get a chance to rename and save the file. So I can rename this call-in from Eileen. So there you have it. That's how you use the Reflector 3 app in order to save any of those call-ins that you don't want to air on your station, however you want to keep them on your computer.
1: Hi, Miss Eileen. How are you? Well, I'm an ambassador and affiliate for several companies, and I know sometimes a lot of people do um, podcasts, and they say this podcast is sponsored by etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, and they say the name of the company, they give a description, and then they direct them to their website. Now, um, for one of the um, Uh, affiliates, I have an actual link. Then others, I have a discount code. So when doing an introduction to a podcast and you're saying it's sponsored by, like what are the rules? Do you like have to speak with the sponsor first or the affiliate first or you just do it and you provide like their website or your link? Like how does it go where you actually get the credit if someone... Uh, would actually go and check out the link or the site and use your discount code.
0: Great questions, Bernadette. Thanks so much for asking because I think it's going to really benefit some of our anchor friends here. Let's have a conversation about sponsorships and affiliate marketing and a whole lot more. Stay by the phone. I'm going to give you a call. Hey, Bernadette, it's so great to have you on the call, how was your Thanksgiving?
1: It was great. How was yours?
0: It was nice. It was really nice. And I had a ball here anchor yesterday. (laughs) Loving the fact that I can call you. I just played your call in where you were asking about affiliates and sponsorships. Right. Such, a great, such a great question. So why don't you tell everybody who you
1: are and what it is that you do? Well, my name is Bernadette Henry of Make It Fun NYC, where I make jump rope and exercise as a whole more fun and exciting for anyone looking to live a healthy and active lifestyle. So basically I'm a professional jump roper and I love to share my talent with others by, in ways of teaching.
0: Now I know that you are really active on YouTube and yeah. also
1: Instagram. Which one is yeah. your favorite? <laughs> I would say, I would say Instagram is my favorite for daily day to day interaction But YouTube also plays this place as just a home for my content because it can be, yeah, I
0: I watch you jump and rope over there,
1: girl. And
0: every time I watch you, I get tired. I'm like, oh, I can't (laughs) keep up with her you are so energetic and I just one of my favorite things is when you finish doing your your double ups and all that stuff you know I don't know the terminology but anyway when you finish doing all your jumping and your crisscross and your and then rope down and I'm like bam I love it I love it I love it thank you so much yeah and um I definitely need to get into it and listening to your tips is definitely motivating me because you know we all need to stay active and as we get older see I have both of my knees have been replaced oh wow so yeah and and in a way that's a good thing because Prior to the replacements, I wouldn't even be able to watch your videos without crying. <laughs> oh wow! But you know, since I got my knees replaced, I can do some activities, but I'm still a little like hesitant. Right. I'm a little because I remember that pain. Right. And, you know, even though they are knee replacements, it still doesn't mean that I don't have pain sometimes in my in my knee area, especially when the weather acts up. Right. But, so any. It, Anyway, let's get into this sponsorships and affiliate. So first, I want to explain a little bit about the difference between a sponsorship and affiliate. Pretty much, I'll start with affiliates because to me that's easier and that's what I do a lot of. Pretty much an affiliate relationship is when you Uh, Most companies, let me start with the company, most companies, when they have a product or service that they want to promote, they realize that it's easier for them to promote it once they get affiliates, people who are already connected to those that they are not connected with. And in turn, they give that affiliate a commission. And I'll use a great example Talking about YouTube. One of my favorite affiliate programs is TubeBuddy. And it's a tool that you can use for YouTube. Now TubeBuddy realizes that they need to have affiliates in order to reach everybody because, you know, there's so many billions of people that are, or millions of people that are using YouTube. Right. So what they do is they have a dashboard so you can log into that dashboard. You can grab all of your promotional materials. You also can grab uh and see your tracking stats because they give you a link. They give you a special link. And when anybody clicks on that link, you get credit. Now, every affiliate program is different. Sometimes that credit only lasts for, uh, for example, with Amazon, it only lasts for 24 hours. So somebody can go on Amazon with one of your links, but if they don't buy that day, and they come back a a week later on one of my links, I get the credit. Okay. Whereas with TubeBuddy, with TubeBuddy, those links last pretty much, I don't know, maybe 90 days, almost indefinitely, because I know some of the people that have signed up have used someone else's promo code, like they may use Roberto's promo code, or they may use Nick Nimmin's promo code, so they got an extra discount, but it still got credited to me because I was the one who initially sent that person over to two buddy. Okay. So it just each and every program has a different criteria, and they have a different what they call the cookie, and the cookie just means that tracking code when somebody comes to their website, the cookies expire at different time intervals, and I'm Amazon being probably one of the biggest and really one of the most important ones that I suggest anybody sign up for Amazon is because Amazon sells literally everything Mm -hmm. okay so no matter what somebody can click on my link for a microphone and go over there and buy a computer right and it's, it's happened many times I never promote computers but every time I get a big sale I'll look and I'll see somebody bought a decked out computer with a lot of storage and all that but that was not what I was promoting so basically they give even on Amazon you have a dashboard and you can see their number of clicks versus your number of sales and pretty much they are just on the honor system we have no way of tracking and checking and making sure that what they're telling us is right right so that's why it's really important that you only have an affiliate relationship with a company that you trust. Correct. Right. right. Like I know that Amazon there is not in their best interest to jerk me out of two dollars. Right. Or three dollars <laughs> for a microphone. Right? right. If anything, you know, it's the Internet. So stuff can go wrong. But but in general, that's how you would track. And uh, like I said, with Buddy, there's only one link. Like, for example, my link is I, uh, is TubeBuddy.com slash Eileen. However, I use the short code from uh, my rebrandly, which I talked about that on a whole another episode, which is Eileen.link slash Buddy. Either link works. Either link I'll get the full credit for. Okay. So. Now, um, speaking about that, with Amazon, Amazon is very picky about that. They they have a lot of rules where they don't like you to use those shortened links, and also they don't like you to send links in email. So a lot of people build a, a mailing list, and then they want to send people off to Amazon through those emails. And it's okay if you don't get caught, but if Amazon then they will kick you out of the program. So you got to be careful with Amazon. They have more rules than anybody else, probably because they have the biggest affiliate program. But really every store, like, you know, for example, with you, you want to do maybe equipment sales and things like that. Maybe let's just say jump ropes, right? right? And Target has an affiliate program. Walmart has an affiliate program. They all do. And they, a lot of times they're, run or managed by an outside affiliate firm right uh for example i know with target it goes through a site called impact radius i don't like their dashboard i don't like their software and i never made any money off of the target (laughs) program but i i am an affiliate for that
1: (laughs) yeah me too target and walmart and yeah
0: yeah and i i don't know that um there's anything you can do if you're not really sure that you're getting all of the credit for everything, I would just say more than likely those same products are also available on Amazon. I would go with that. Right. But here's something that I wanted to tell you about or or find out if you've ever heard of and it's called Fame Bit. No, I haven't. Okay, Fame, I'm glad I'm getting a chance to introduce you to FameBit. Okay, cool. FameBit is a company that specifically started off with YouTube, connecting YouTubers with sponsors and also connecting them with other collaborators. So other YouTubers could sign up and you could say, Oh, you're talking about beauty, so am I. Let's do a beauty collab. Oh my. Okay. And Fame and FameBit was the conduit for that then they add it on other social networks and one of them is Instagram which is oh. why I really think this is something that you should sign up for okay and here's the thing that's really fantastic about Famebit Famebit did so well they did such a great job they have this dashboard. You can go in there. You can look for sponsors. You can also look for people to collab with. You also connect your accounts there, and they let you know if you know if you're accepted based on that. And I know that with your Instagram following, you would you I'm sure pretty sure you would get in unless they change things. But what happened that is super exciting is about a year ago, or a little over a year ago, YouTube. Bought out FameBit. Wow. So you know it's legit. Anytime Mm -hmm. YouTube just came and said, nope, we're just going to buy (laughs) y'all. We're not even going to try to set up something that's similar to what y'all have or whatever. We're just going to buy you. And when they did that, they pretty much left FameBit intact. So it's F-A-M-E-B-I-T dot com. So when you go over there... And like I said, you, I'm pretty sure that they still have that you can get in with the amount of subscribers that you have on Instagram. So, for example, I went over there and I went to the marketplace because now it says fame Bit by YouTube. <laughs> so you may still need to log in with your YouTube account, but that's okay. okay. And I went to the health and fitness category. Now, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to speak for you or anything, but I just scroll through seeing things that I thought might be generic that you might like because I didn't see jump ropes. That didn't, um, that didn't come up at the top of the search anyway, but there's tons of them for, for health and fitness. Right. Here's one, for example, up to five hundred dollars. This one is specifically for YouTube because you'll see the little icon at the top if it's for YouTube or if it's for YouTube and Instagram or instagram only or whatever but this one is review our leggings and these are leggings you know the ones that look like tattoos right so when you put them on you, you could uh, earn up to five hundred dollars so what you have to do is submit a proposal and then they go in and they you know they look at uh, your body of work or whatever and they see if you're a fit and I, for the proposal i don't think it's a big deal you pretty much say yes i'm you know i've been on commercials in your case just in case anybody who's listening didn't know, yes, we have a star amongst us. <laughs> yeah. um, here, here and You know what? I want to get back to that, but real quick, I just want to show you or give you examples of some of the other things they have here. Okay. Um, different health supplements, there's also apps that you can, uh, there's a Mevo Fit Drive. It's a fitness band app that they want. And this is, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube up to $500. And uh, there's another one with leggings that is up to $500 and yoga mats. And, oh, here's one with um, a jump rope, a simple and easy fitness product. But this has a rope and some kind of a fitness band and a little bag up to $250. This one's YouTube only. But you go in there and you search through. And then also, like I said, don't forget the collaboration piece. So even if you go, you try for something, it doesn't work out, you can always collab with someone and then that gets you more followers on whichever network. Let's just say it's uh, YouTube, right? You want to build up your YouTube following. That collaboration can bring you more followers. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it just all depends upon that collab and what you and that other creator Decide to put together. So, what do you think? I, I it's lovely. I love that. I'm gonna sign up for it. Great, great. So, tell everybody about your experience of like. Let's talk about the most recent commercial that you did. How did that all get put together?
1: Um, basically, and. This is, this is the true story. Back in 2014, I went to a spin class. I came I, I came out of the spin class, and I saw a guy with a camera. And I said, hey, are you a photographer? He said, yes, I am. I said, cool, awesome. Can you take some pictures of me? So when the traffic stopped, you know, I went in the street and I jumped rope. And when I finished, he just, you know, asked me a few questions. And then he said, by the way, do you mind if I put this on a blog? And I, all this time, thought it was pictures. So he put it on his blog, which at the time was housed on Facebook, and the video was housed through Vimeo. So in 2015, I believe it was, he contacted me and he said, hey, no, actually 2016, he contacted me and he said, hey, um, uh, some people want to use your um, video clip for a commercial. Can I give them your email in? Um, from there, he gave my email, they contacted me, they, and they said, hey, you know, we saw your clip, we loved it, this is what we're offering, and we're, um, we'll are we send you, you know, paperwork in a couple of weeks, and at that time, I didn't know it was for Advil, but I just knew it was for a commercial, so, you know, the paperwork came through, and that's basically how that happened, so, and this is, like, a huge, a huge reason why I feel that one shouldn't neglect their YouTube or Vimeo because even though people may or may not watch it all the time, it's there, like it's the content mm-hmm. and people can like, you just never know when someone can just scroll through YouTube and, and it comes up and yeah, that's, that's how that happened. <laughs>
0: Yes, and that's ever evergreen content. And, uh, you know, because what you're doing is something that, I don't know, when Jump Rope came out, you may know the history on it, <laughs> but it's never going to go out of style. That's right. for sure. <laughs> right. Yes, that is so wonderful. I'm so happy for you. And, you know, I, I really wish you continued success. And with YouTube, one of the things that I noticed on YouTube is that people like, landscape video and I don't know how you're creating most of your videos I'm assuming you probably do them on Instagram or Periscope or something like that and then you upload them to YouTube is that how your process is working
1: right and I just spoke with my brother my brother came into town a couple of weeks ago and he just spoke to me about recording sideways so um, a lot of my most recent video which has been a couple i've been doing them like the the landscape way now
0: yes,
1: great, great I'm so glad your brother told you about that because
0: the other thing about youtube YouTube likes for um a video to be watched for thirty seconds, okay. so if a video is shorter than thirty seconds, even though it might count the view it doesn't it doesn't give it the same weight okay. so if you could you know even like before you start your jump rope, maybe talk to the camera a little bit and then go into your jump so that your videos could last at least a minute. But even okay. if it's two minutes, that probably would be even better, Bernadette. Seriously. <laughs>
1: yeah, that definitely works. It
0: definitely works. Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. So I'm so glad we got a chance to talk. Did you have any more questions about this whole sponsorship thing? Um, well, I'm actually um,
1: an ambassador for, I believe, three an, an affiliate for another company, like the main ones that I use, so you know I was just basically trying to figure out how I would incorporate it in my um in my podcast so I actually started using one so far just based on a little bit of the knowledge that I had so far, so that I can you know give everybody their traction and on every platform as possible so
0: yeah, and you know, one of the things with the sponsorships, a lot of times people for podcasts they want to know how many downloads you have and so forth. And uh, right now, that's probably not ideal situation for with uh, you know doing a podcast on Anchor. Mm-hmm. However, I do know. In fact, I watched a webinar yesterday. I think you applauded that segment where I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> that webinar that I watched from Lipson. And when you have a really specialized niche, see, you're not just health. You're not just fitness. You are a specific jump rope fitness. Right. And even more specific urban jump rope fit. even though you, you don't have to be urban, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Where most of the time where you're recording is in an urban setting, right? right. Or you're in the gym. So those kinds of really niche Audiences can really produce, uh, no matter how many downloads, if you got the right sponsor, the right connection, you know, keep submitting those proposals. And this is why I recommend FameBit, because FameBit will teach you how to submit the proposals. Okay. Okay. So as you're going through that process of submitting proposals, and let's just say you just land a $250 deal, or even if it's a $100 deal, it doesn't matter. Right. You've already, you've got that on your portfolio. Now you've done the Advil commercial. You did a $500 sponsorship for some leggings or for a jump rope or for a health supplement or okay. so whatever. It builds up your portfolio. So then when you go to the big time, let's just say it was something like EA sports. I don't know. I'm just okay. making that up. Right. Okay. Then you can say, look, I've done boom, 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 and boom. Now, uh, if you want to sponsor my podcast, it's going to cost you $500 an episode okay. or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Use it for negotiation. Okay. And because you have that targeted audience, because anybody who's listening only cares about jump rope. Right? Right? <laughs> right. If if somebody is just like, you know, a couch potato, they're probably not going to be listening. Right. So they know that your audience is very targeted and very interested in getting healthy, getting fit, being healthy. So like I said, don't ignore those other, like the supplements and all of that. Of course, you always, you know, want to promote products that you trust and that you use. You know what I mean? Right.
1: But don't ignore that market either. (laughs) Quick question. Quick question. Uh So when your podcast is sponsored, it's usually by people that you have no connection with. Well, usually there is some um,
0: back and forth via email between whoever the sponsor is. See, it's going to vary case by case because some of these companies already have people that are dedicated to going out and uh, making deals with influencers. See, you're an influencer. Right. This is why I always tell uh, Allison from Snap Days that, you know, (laughs) don't always think the big time you know, really, really popular people as being influencers. It's it's the influencers like you and me that are influencers in maybe a smaller niche, okay? So they have people in place that deal and negotiate those contracts and all that. But then there's other companies. It could be the mom and pop shop down the street or the local, you know, fitness um center down the street from you that doesn't have anything in place they don't even know what to do and they would go with whatever you tell them
1: right right?
0: because they're the the new york city uh, fitness place in the area where you're jumping rope and all of that so they're probably like oh is it 500 dollars? okay here you go (laughs) okay so okay so
1: that's like more of like a, a shout out um situation okay Right. See, so
0: you are uh, going to build up your skills on the negotiation side,
1: right? And
0: th- and then some of them, they'll already have something in place, and then others, you may be showing them the ropes, so oh. to speak. Uh, you like that? How I threw that analogy in there, showing them the ropes. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah. But what I love about you is that you have so much confidence and you are not afraid you to speak up. You know what I mean? How some people will be like, well, I don't know if I'm not. No, uh, uh-uh. go for it, girl.
1: <laughs> you have to or else you're not you're just not going to move anywhere you know that's right that's why i'm so glad we were, we were able to, to get on the call and i'm not
0: even a, i'm not even a pro at doing this okay i just know about some resources and of course i'm more of into the affiliate marketing side but because of the fame bit i think that's a great place for you to get started and once i found out that they do give you a little help With writing those proposals. And there's a couple other places. And if I find out those resources that give you some assistance with writing those proposals, I hear uh, people talking about it on podcasts often. So I'll try to get through those things together for you and then I'll shoot them your way, my dear.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. So have a wonderful Black Friday. Are you shopping?
1: No, No, I'm going home to sleep. I just worked a double shift.
0: Oh, good for you. And you, you're going to make uh, a whole lot of money working on Thanksgiving.
1: Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of them were planned and one of them wasn't. I said, look, I'll be there. All right. <laughs> good, good, good. I'll be on my way. <laughs> ah,
0: okay. So you're going to be anchoring t- later on today too, right? Yes. All right. I look forward to you. your content It's always so good. And you're always, like I said, so energetic and so positive. So we love you here.
1: Thank you so much. And I All right. Enjoy your content as well. Have a good
0: one, okay. Eileen. Okay. You too. Bye bye. Hey, Bernadette, just wanted to make sure that everybody knew that I was talking to the jump rope queen today. Thanks so much for coming on and having that conversation with me, have a great day, and I'm sure we'll be recording with friends again in the future, bye for now, love ya, we're talking podcasting tips today, and if this is your first time here, my name is Eileen, and I'm with EileenSmith.com, that's I-L-E-A-N-E, you can find me and connect with me, on your favorite social platform. Just look for Eileen. I'm also on Facebook and on YouTube as well. So that's my podcasting tip for you this afternoon. Make sure your audience knows how to connect with you on their favorite social platform. You may think that they're going to come looking for you over on your podcast or over on your Twitter, if Twitter is your favorite network, but maybe they prefer to hang out with you on Instagram. So let them know all the platforms that you're on and make it easy for them to find you. Stay tuned. I have more podcasting tips coming right up Hey, Ms. Eileen, it's Barbara J. Faison from the West Rocal Podcast. I wanted to ask you a question about YouTube shutting down people's sites. One of my crochet ladies said that one of her people she watched on YouTube, they shut her site down. She'd been out there three years and something about copyright infringement. And just wanted to know if you had any insight or thoughts you could share about that to our community. You know you're the go-to lady for that kind of stuff, so I'd love to hear your thoughts. And I think I saw Roberto Blake... Mentioned it on something I'm following on him as well, but you are my go-to lady. So I would love to hear your thoughts on if YouTube has been shutting people down. And wow, let me know what you think. Bye. Hey, Barbara, it's good to hear from you. I'm so glad you called in with this question because it's an important one. You know, as we are creators here on Anchor, we're all creating our own content and we want our copyright to that content to be enforced. YouTube has a long history of dealing with copyright strikes. In fact, it happened to me once. I have a YouTube course and that course was on a site called Udemy. Now there's a lot of instructors that have courses on Udemy and lo and behold we're in a Facebook group and someone posted in the group. Your videos may be up on YouTube. So I said, what? So we headed over to the station and here this person had gone on to Udemy, downloaded several instructors' courses and re-uploaded them to YouTube so they could monetize them and earn AdSense. They hadn't lifted a finger, yet they were in full violation of our copyright. So in a way, it was good that it was more than one of us because we all banded together and filed the copyright claim. And within a matter of days, the YouTube channel was taken down. Now, others may not be so lucky and it may not happen as quickly. However, YouTube does this whole copyright strike thing better than anyone else on the internet because they have so much experience in dealing with it. So one of the things they've done is they've set up all kinds of help articles. And the one that I want to bring your attention to is called Copyright Strike Basics. On that page, you'll also see a link to something that's called Content ID Claims. Now this happens a little more frequently. So let's get into So, in the next segment, I'm going to talk more about Content ID Claims. In a previous segment, I talked about YouTube copyright and how your channel can be shut down based on infringing someone else's copyright. However, in this segment I wanna talk about something that's just a little more lighthearted. However, it happens much more frequently and that is a content ID claim. So I'm over on the YouTube help page that talks about content ID claims and I'll read a little about what it is and what you can do. What is a content ID claim? If you upload a video that contains copyright protected material, you could end up with a content ID claim. These claims are issued by companies that own music, movies, TV shows, video games or other copyright protected material. Now I think one of the areas where this is most common is with music and with uh, movies. And the difference here is that copyright holder still wants to earn income. And you may be taking just a portion of their video, or maybe you're making a slideshow to a piece of music that was not previously on YouTube. And so they're glad that you did that because guess what, they're going to be able to monetize your video. You will not be able to. And when someone goes and watches their video on YouTube, it could be hundreds of thousands or millions of views, those views will all be monetized for that copyright holder. It's as simple as that. So a lot of times they will say, "Okay, we don't mind." Uh, let's take a movie for example. There's just this one portion of a movie that you want to post up, and you know that you know it's a copywritten material. But there's a quote there, or there's a scene that you just want to capture three or four minutes of it. They're going to claim the content. So it's identified as being content of that copyright holder. However, they may also have the video of the movie, but it may be the full length video. Okay. So by you just having that little snippet, that's a benefit for them because then that's extra income that they're making from YouTube as people watch that particular segment. And if there's hundreds or even thousands of people doing the same thing, that's just more money for them. And rightly so, because it's their material. We had so much fun on Miss Eileen's Anchor Show today, didn't we? We talked about how to keep your call in and record it on your computer so you can have it forever. We had the privilege of doing a record with friends with Bernadette Henry, oh my gosh, we talked about YouTube, we talked about sponsorships, affiliate marketing, we're talking about making money here, (laughs) and from there, we got a question from Barb about people's channels getting shut down on YouTube for copyright, we also went into a little bit about content ID, and tomorrow, I want you to come back. If you're interested in podcasting, I have a very pressing question that is waiting in my call-in box. Oh my gosh, this question wants to jump out of that call-in box so bad, but it has to wait until tomorrow for Nad Pod Pomo. So with that, we're going to close this episode out, but... I want you to stay right where you are because I could be calling into your station later on tonight. And you don't want to miss my call, do you? (laughs) Talk to you guys soon. Take care. Peace.